0: Dear listeners, the following recordings were written and produced with you in mind. These episodes will add joy to your life, fill you
1: with inquisitive thoughts, and leave you thinking to yourself, hey Rob, hey Kaj, can,
0: can you say, say that again? Welcome to the Say That Again podcast. How many times do I have to hear you record this? <laughs> Are we good? Oh, we're good. We're in play.
1: We are in play. The ball is live. Well, I guess whistle, whistle, tweet, tweet. (laughs) What? What? Oh, it's like it's a it's like a soccer thing. Oh, like when you if like you're starting the game, but no one actually has a whistle. Someone just says whistle, whistle, tweet, tweet. Bro, that went way over my head. Whistle, whistle, tweet, tweet. Let's welcome back.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Say That Again podcast. A.K.A. The Star Pod. It's your boy Rob.
1: With your boy Kaj.
0: What is up people? Last time. We were. Um, deep diving into the lineage of Seth. And today we're going to talk about his brother. Kane. Wah wah wah. wah, wah, wah. Very unfortunate lineage. And, Kaj, do you have the scripture up for that? I don't, but I can. So, while Kaj is getting that up, just kind of wanted to talk about, again, the importance of discussing lineages and these uh, very, I guess you could say, boring sections of scripture. Um, We have a lot to learn from these portions of scripture these are not just men and their kids. These are, uh, individuals who well, for, for Cain's sake, these, these in Cain's lineage, these are men who lived great evil out in their lives. Uh, these are men that we see what happens when we turn our lives away from God and directed towards the things of darkness. Um, Which I think is a great thing to know as to heed the warning. Those who don't remember history are destined to repeat it. And I feel that for Cain's lineage in particular, this is a great example of what happens when we do not remember the great evil that surrounds us. Mm -hmm. And when we walk away from God, what can happen to us and our descendants?
1: Yeah. Well, so speaking of walking away from God, Genesis chapter four, verse 16. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad was the father of Mehujael. Hmm, I'm going to try that name again. And Mehujael was the father of No, Methuselah. I'm going to have to say that the same way you just said it. And <laughs> Methusael was the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women, one named Adah and the other Zilah. Adah gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all who play stringed instruments and pipes. Zillah also had a son, Tubalcane, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Cain's sister was Naama. Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah listen to me. Wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech 77 times. Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him.
0: Talk about a heavy, dark history. Talk about the black sheep of the family. (laughs) That is nuts. It's like when we read Romans 9, right? And we look at Jacob and Esau, where God God hated Esau and loved Jacob. I truly wonder if that was the destiny for Cain and Seth. Hmm. It's something we'll never know, but it's something that I, I think about sometimes. But that's not why you guys are here. So this one's going to be a little different. And by different, I mean shorter. (laughs) (laughs) There is not (laughs) there is not much given within the scriptures and within historical context to the men named in this lineage. Uh, One reason for that is that their lineage died off with the flood. And so we did it.
1: Yeah, I thought we see the descendants of Cain after. Because that's a whole thing.
0: I thought. If we trace the individuals back to Noah and the Ark. Mm-hmm. Noah was the son of Seth. Right. So, unless... Well, so, Cain's- no, I'm not talking about that part.
1: Because if you... Was, so, I just remember listening where it's like... At some point in the biblical narrative people who are just like it's said like descendants from cain are around
0: so that that could have been pre-flood i think it
1: was post-flood because yeah because i remember it was like a conversation about like the rabbis like talking about like what to do with that and like some think like maybe some of cain like one of cain's kids like snuck on the ark or something well, that, that that's a separate conversation. It's a
0: separate conversation. Well, I was going to say the only the only means to which that could have taken place was was through the wives of the Noah and his sons. Mm. So there is a possibility that that could have taken place through that. But uh, I would assume that those men would have married within their tribe and they would have married righteous women. Mm-hmm. So Cain could have snuck through. We don't know. I definitely um, by don't know. means of, of the wives. But I would assume, not a scholar in this topic, but I would assume that they are not, and Cain's descendants and Cain's descendants did not uh, postdate the flood that we see within this lineage. Is that there's no dates given. There's no ages. There's nothing to signify anything special about these men. Um, So we don't know the years they were born. We don't know the ages. We don't know in reference to Seth's lineage, how old they were, but we do know that they lived. uh, They lived in great evil. Um, So obviously we talked about Cain, the firstborn of Adam and Eve, He killed his brother abel and we know that was because he was jealous of his brother i guess it's weird because adam and eve were banished from the garden and then i guess they banished cain from their presence so um it's really it's really weird how that that kind of came full circle how adam and eve were then doing the the banishing um So I wonder what their interactions were like as, as their, as his parents. But anyway, well, God did the banishing, but, but anyway, um, he got married, you know, he had a kid. This kid was Enoch. Not to be confused with Enoch. Not to be confused with Enoch, the son of Jared, uh, within Seth's lineage, um, Enoch can be found in Genesis 4. Chapter Seventeen. This is also known as the first Enoch, as he was born um, before. Yes, Enoch the son of Jared.
1: So going back to my question from the previous episode, this Enoch is fir- he's right after Cain, whereas the other one is he's he's a ways down
0: four generations. Yeah, deep. Yeah. So um, so this Enoch, there's there's not much to him. We know that he was buried. Um, It's said that he was buried in Mount Ebal, within the city of Nablus, right near the West Banks. But we don't know much beyond that. He's not a man with a lot of text written about him that is accurate, I should say. There's a lot of uh, fan fiction and and stories told about Enoch, but there's not much to be told beyond that. Um, He's also not the author of the book of Enoch. Um, That is Enoch, the son of Jared. Right. Um, So just to clarify that. Enoch begot Irad. Irad is, is uh, Hebrew for fugitive or runner. Hmm. And we only have one reference to him in Genesis four, chapter 18, which is where we are, which is exactly where we are. And, I don't have anything else to say to that, you know. He's uh, not really a, a a man of again much much text written about him, and uh, we we could assume he was, he was a man with evil intent in his heart um, based on his based on his uh, his lineage. Um, Irad begot Methu Jael.
1: Right? Uh, oh boy. I think I, what did I say? The first time Mahuja-
0: I said. Mahujael. Mahujael. Mahuja-el. Yeah, something, something like that. Which is Hebrew for smitten or destroy. Uh, scholars say smitten or destroyed by God. Hmm. Um, and he is from the great East and he likely lived in Northern Africa. And we don't know much beyond Genesis chapter four, verse 18 on him. And then he begot Methusael, not Methuselah. Mm-hmm. Methusael, and Methusael is actually Hebrew for "man of God," which is interesting. We don't know much about him except for the verse he's referenced in Genesis four, but that's what he's known as. That's that's what his name means. So I don't know if that's in reference to Yahweh. Um, god of creation or if that's in reference to another god but but we do know that that is that is what his name means now here's an interesting thought i'm going to throw
1: out there don't know if this actually applies to this text or not uh, shout out to a sermon that i heard from eugene olude in the book of judges uh he was talking about a section of judges where it just skips over like a couple names very quickly and i forget what it mentions in the names um But one of the points he made from like the research he did is how the short mention of their name in the context of the evil where they are is actually a good thing because in judges, it's like, it's just, Oh, this person was evil. This person was evil. And you have a few good ones in there. Right. Um, But for the most part, it's bad. But like these people, it's like, Oh, there's just a short mention. They reigned for a very short period of time and it was good. So I'm wondering if maybe the opposite could also be true that like the fact that, it just kind of says the name and like with Methusael, it's like his name means man of God, but maybe the fact that he doesn't get mentioned about being evil means that he actually wasn't that bad.
0: Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to assume things about people in history and we don't want to, because like we can, we can write our own narrative in our heads um, and, and historical context is key. And um, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Uh, so we won't call him the bad guy. He yeah. could have been. He could have been. He could have been the worst guy he ever. Could. <laughs> he could have been the worst guy ever. But he also could have been a man of God. Yeah. He could have been a righteous man. Um just takes one generation to break that evil curse. Right. And then the next generation, like his son Lamech, oh boy, <laughs> who we know to be the first polygamist and we also that know turned him well. Yep. We know him to also have followed in his, uh, I guess, king of his like, great, 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 great grandfather um, by murdering someone and bragging about it. Um, just really interesting guy. There's not much that we know about him except for these things, which, if these are the characteristics of him listed in scripture, we know that he was not viewed in a good light by God, right? There was not, <laughs> there was not a single thing God saw in him. That was good. Um, his wife, um, Zillah, for, I believe it was, uh, Tubal Cain. Tubal Cain. Yep. And, his sister, mm-hmm. Namad? I, yeah. Namahad. No, uh, uh I think probably like Na'ama. Na'ama. Yeah. And I believe Tubal Cain was named after Cain. Do you know what Tubal means? I I do not know okay. what Tubal means. I do not know what Tubal means. You can. You I know, don't. You, I was going to say. That, that was an actual question. you want a quick Google search. While, I can Google search. Um, while I'm talking, but. Um, and then Ada Gave birth to Jabel and Jubal. Uh, that was probably really confusing. Um, I hope they weren't twins, as that would be frustrating. But there's not there's not much beyond the, the, these things. We we do have more on Lamech, not to be confused with the Lamech within Seth's lineage. We do have more on this this Lamech here, known as uh, the first Lamech, um, than we do on others in Cain's lineage, um, but. We don't know much about his descendants. Um, we don't know much about anything beyond this, the great sins and iniquities he committed. Um, again, he could be found at Genesis chapter four, verse sixteen through eighteen, uh, verse four, chapter four, verse twenty-two, and chapter four, verse twenty-four. Um, and then he begot Tubal Cain, who's known as the first blacksmith. Yep which I would love to know what that looked like. So I have this theory. Did you find the, the meaning? Uh, well, yeah. So the, f-
1: the first thing that came up was he's the first blacksmith. Um, but then I, the, the word tubal seems to mean table of nations, forward slash the earth, forward slash the world. And then I'm also seeing something that says it could mean confusion. That's all I got.
0: Okay. Well, take that with a grain of salt, people. Um, I have this theory. It's not biblically grounded, but I think there's definitely some validity to it. And you can you can talk to it when I'm done. I think that, and people have argued that I'm wrong before on this. Ryle Bellinger? No. No, actually. Um, I think that people bo- the, the closer you were to the fall the more intelligence you were able to uh, utilize. you were able to use more of your brain uh, you, you held more intelligence within your brain and the reason I say that is because as each generation passes through the fall the curse affects it a little more um, It's it's just a theory I don't have anything proven on it but I think it's amazing to think that a man like Noah, that we think lived in primitive times, built a boat bigger than a football field. It took him a couple hundred years, but still, he wasn't distracted by TikTok. That's he sure. wasn't distracted. He wasn't distracted, and um, he definitely um, lived a lot longer. So his body might have been able to withstand harsher conditions uh, and working longer days. But I don't know. It's just something that like, we just don't know anything about the pre-flood era. We don't know the technologies they came up with. We don't know the mathematics. We don't know. Because like, if you think about it, the flood took place 2,500 years after the world was created, roughly. And so, if we call the Earth, let's say 6,000 years old, as a young Earther. I was going to say, shout out to our the very first podcast we ever did. Well, so, the history of man goes back Where? Six
1: to 6,000 years. Where Rob, Rob uh, finally came out as a young Earther. Everyone yeah. was so confused before that.
0: Everyone was just trying <laughs> to figure me out, and then I just came out and said it. And the... The 2,500 years, right, like we, look what we came up with, even just within like, from that point onward, Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine what kind of technology, I'm not saying they had cars, I'm not saying
1: they didn't have
0: cars, I'm not saying they had, you know, power tools or anything, but I'm just... I'd be so interested, like, like thinking about the Egyptians making the pyramids, mm-hmm. right? Like those things are insane.
1: Yeah. And we, we still first, don't know exactly how they do don't it.
0: know exactly. Right. So that's like, there's a mystery to the, to the pre-flood era. Right. And so I, I'd love to know, and I'm going to, I would love to ask God this and, and just kind of understand. But I, that's my theory that people were smarter pre-flood and we'll just never know. What do you mean by smarter? What I mean by smarter is, if you look at history, now, it's easy to say that obviously individuals who are at a uh, better advantage in a, like a socioeconomic status obtain better education, right? But if you look at the average individual who goes to, let's say, you know, a private school, let's just say second, third grade today, you know, who comes from a very well-off top 1% family, versus an individual who lived in the seventeen, eighteen hundreds. even. If you look at some of the homework that they did, they were doing very difficult algebra, pre-calculus, trigonometry problems. As so 10, you as mean 10. like book smart? I mean book smart. There's, there's no other way I could think you would have to be smart um, in, in reference to, to what I'm saying. Street smart wouldn't make sense. Wisdom, wisdom clearly wasn't their strong suit. Um, Not yeah, not godly wisdom at least. Not godly wisdom, yeah. But yeah, intellectual wisdom or uh, intellectual smarts um, is what I'm saying. So yeah, I think that the idea and again, just a theory, not a fact. But you just you just look at history, like like life was so much like. Life was so much harder. Schooling used to be so much harder. And like we slowly, like our brains have slowly gotten fogged over the generations. And so I personally think it's a result of sin. I'm not saying it's biblical, that I think that I'm not saying there's any grounds for it. It's not scriptural in any way. But my personal opinion is that it's a, the effect of sin affecting as each generation passes. It's not say there's not smart people that come out because there always will be. But I just think overall, I think my theory
1: that I just developed as you were talking- I like it is Is that their brains function better than ours, but they weren't smarter because they didn't have as much knowledge to work off of.
0: Can you imagine if they had another 2,000 years?
1: But they didn't.
0: But they didn't, right? That's what I'm saying. Where were we, you know- at the beginning of Christ, right? Like the Old Testament takes place over what? 4,000 years over roughly about. Cause you
1: like the theory, the theory with technology and as technology incre- increase or changes, technology develops and in and in, in increases at an increasing rate. Like the exponential in, rate. Uh, yeah. Cause it's, it's yeah. an exponential curve because each new invention then later gives the way ground. to the next one yeah right and so the more you have and the faster it changes so because they're literally starting from ground zero like cuz when i think of book smarts i often think of like accumulating a lot of information and then being able to apply it in some sense whether it's in your field of study or just doing math problems whatever yeah. it is so like because there is a l- more limited amount of knowledge book smarts they also just didn't have books so you can't even call it book smarts but intellectual smarts would have been less but i think because there would have like the earth was in a more raw untampered undefiled state from everything that modern society the garbage it dumps into the world i think their brains were probably cleaner and functioned better that's my theory.
0: So you'd say that they function better, not necessarily because of sin the sin nature and the fall affecting each generation, but rather just Well, I mean, if you look at Lamech, if Cain
1: is avenged seven times, then Lamech seventy seven times. I mean, that's not that's not
0: good. <laughs> I'm not saying they weren't evil, but what I'm saying is like I'm trying to I'm trying to clarify what you're saying. Yeah. So are you saying that each the the pre-flood generations were smarter? They were they, their brains could function better. I would say saying? they
1: were definitely healthier. Yeah. I think they were healthier.
0: Yeah, it's a good way to look at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just think like objectively they just didn't have as much knowledge.
0: Yeah. No, I completely agree.
1: Society. But like knowledge in regards specifically to intellectual smarts as we would consider it yeah.
0: today. And they also, now not to not to get all scientific. They probably had more knowledge of what life was actually about than we
1: do. Because we're right. so distracted by stuff.
0: Well that's and that could also be leading to the to the intellectual decline yeah. of our generation. But then also not to get too scientific. And we talk about this on another episode, but Pre-flood, there's what scientists say was, was an atmosphere around the Earth of, of water. I, I almost think that because the age people lived so long, they were able to achieve great things and, and, and grow in, in various trades and, and become masters at them. Um, but there was this atmosphere that surrounded the Earth um, that we know, obviously, The rains fell from and rains came deep from the earth um, because it hadn't rained up until that point. Um, And now that's what we know as our um, water cycle. But I just think it's so interesting. Like there's there's so much to talk about um, hypotheticals. But we'll save that for another episode. I just I just wanted to get my thought out there. You um, love talking about free flood. I love it, man. Love talking it's, about free flood. It's my favorite error. Don't get don't get Rob started on Young Earth versus <laughs> older in the flood. Um, but anyway. Yeah, did you have any final thoughts on the genealogies in general? We covered a lot of ground. And um no,
1: I don't think I have too many thoughts to add in the short period of time we have here. Um, I think it's it's good to sit in genealogies for for the Westerner. A lot of times it can be easy to skip over, um, but even just like that exercise that you did, like looking at the meaning of the names, because there's a lot of meaning that's going to be buried. Like it's not going to be like, oh, this is what you're supposed to get out of this, handed on a platter. You got to do a little bit of digging, and that's how the text is designed on purpose. Yeah. It's also the language translation. Because if like you're reading that in Hebrew and you understand Hebrew, that's like, oh, I know what these names mean. Um, but well, it's good to yeah. like kind of do that exercise and wrestle with it because it's like, how many times do you think someone who might have heard that for the first time? It's like, how many times have I read over that genealogy in a Bible reading plan and never, you know, did the digging? So, yeah.
0: Well, well I was going to say, in piggybacking off of what you said, Western Christianity has almost tainted how we study the Bible, because we just look for what it directly says to us instead of digging deeper context. And that's really frustrating because that's how a lot of churches run. It's how a lot of Bible studies run. It's, that's how our brains are are kind of, I guess, taught, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to study the Bible. Yeah, because that's how we study every other book. You just open it up. Like a lot of people skip major portions of Scripture, like Isaiah, yeah, Jeremiah, um, books that just don't feel like they have any relevance to us because we're not willing to do the the intellectual exercise of research and um, learning Hebrew um, and, and just understanding the historical context. So yeah, this was really fun. I really enjoyed this. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I've been excited for this. And it's finally here. Awesome. All right. See you guys on the next episode.